Hello and welcome to Forever Loved, your number one psychic and spiritual podcast where I give you, the listeners, the chance to connect with me personally but also inviting special guests to discuss spiritual topics, answering your questions and so much more. Do connect with me on Instagram, it is Chris Riley Psychic, I would love to hear from you. Today I'm joined by another incredible, amazing guest and I hope you enjoy this episode. You should celebrate yourself every day, but some days you should celebrate with jewelry. Whether you want to commemorate an unforgettable moment or just bring some added sparkle to your collection, Blue Nile can offer you expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com today and experience the ease and convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com. BlueNile.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hello and welcome to Forever Loved. If this is your first time listening, then a huge welcome to you. Today, I'm joined by my amazing, beautiful friend, who is a blogger, disability activist, speaker, podcast host of Finding Grace. Let's welcome Hannah Wallace. Hey, love. Hey. I'm so happy to have you on. Oh, it's such a pleasure to be here. I'm so excited and I love what you're doing here. How are you? Do you know what? I've been recovering from a little bit of a cold, but I'm good. I'm, I feel like I'm moving in the right direction in my life right now. And that feels good. Mm-hmm. Same. We've both had the cut. We've both had colds at the same time. I feel yeah. like every recording I've done the last few weeks, I've been full of cold or chest infection or, you know, yeah. and if time of year or what, but <clears throat> weather changes, you know. It feels like, it just feels like there's a lot going around right now, doesn't it? And it's just a case of looking after yeah. yourself as you can. Yeah. And I think that kind of, you've told me this quite a lot, but, I think sometimes it's just listening to your body, isn't yeah, it? It really, really um, is. And and not and not I don't know, like not beating yourself up about, you know, mm. and I said on this last podcast the other day that, you know, I'd had a day where I just laid in bed and I felt so like unproductive and rubbish about it. Mm. But it was what it was what I needed. Yeah, I think as well, like, the first thing for everyone is listen to your body, (laughs) listen to your body and, you know, always kind of be kind to yourself. It's so Mm. important. 
especially now this time of year, because it's a, it's an emotional time for people. I've, I've always found this time of year quite hard. I think for me, it's the hardest time of year emotionally for me, Christmas, you know, mm. coming towards Christmas and this, this time of year, we'll get to it anyway. So, um, we, let's, let's share how, how we actually met. So we, I don't know, we probably about a year ago, I would say. It's about we met, a year we? ago. Yeah. Yeah, it's, about a know, year ago. It was, I joked to my mum, I do think it was like such a divine meeting when I think about it now, because it's like, we, I'd gone to support my friend who was having a bit of a tough time, gone to a workshop, I dragged my mum along and mm. um, not many people were in her, her workshop because she hadn't really advertised it, she'd been in such a good place. And I turned around and I saw you there and I was like, I don't know who this person is, but this person's an, like, I love this person for turning up. And, you know, we just, the, me, you and my mum just got talking really like, you know, because weren't very many people mm. in there. And mm. how amazing we both go to an event and mm. yeah, like it, it was like, mm. I, we must, like, we were meant to meet like, one hundred percent. I listen. I never. I'm laughing to myself because I never told you this, but I actually wasn't meant to go to it. I so the event that we <laughs> the the event that we met at was the Mind Body Spirit event in Birmingham, but I wasn't actually meant to go to it. I was actually away for a weekend on on a date, right? And I, ne- oh, I never told you this. Now we are spilling all the tea. I never told you this, but. The guy, the guy that I went on this date with, I'd, I'd known for quite a few years. And basically what happened was I went all the way up to like Liverpool. You know, we knew each other quite well. We've seen each other a lot in the past. And I don't know what the hell had happened, but I felt like I'd been catfished. Oh, no. I never told you this. Yeah. So anyway, what very quickly left and I was like uh what am I gonna do on the way home sort of thing like you know I've got all this way to go and stuff and then I um so I must have sort of remembered that that event was on so that's how I ended up there I I really do think that sometimes you are these there's like things that happen I think that sometimes you are guided to meet people yeah. You are like things will happen. You'll end up at places where you're like, you know, um, yeah. I I really believe that. Yeah, you weren't meant to be there, and you were there. And I wasn't meant to be there. I got there, and I was like, "What the hell's happening here?" I know. <laughs> you know what I mean? Wild. Um. Yeah. So the the guy with the six pack and the uh, everything else said, um. Yeah, aged by about 15 years in about oh two years or something. God. I just don't know what happened there, but never mind. <laughs> yeah, but I never said that to you. But uh, anyway, so yeah, so we met at this um, at this spiritual event. So um, Hannah, so you're, if you don't mind me asking and for people listening, and I know that you're, I know you, I think we call it disability activist or, you know, um, talking about and sharing content to support those 
that are registered disabled or do have a condition. Do you mind sharing sort of your your experience and your condition and kind of where you know where that came about and how it came about? Yeah, of course. So um, when I was seventeen, I got really really sick. So I kind of was somebody that was quite full on, busy doing life and. Sometimes I'd always know there was not things not quite right in my body, but you know what you're like, you just get on with things, you know. Um, so then I got really, really sick when I was 17, like life changing sick, like overnight went from doing everything to being basically like bed bound for months and months on end. Like I had really bad glandular fever, but no one knew why it was just so bad. And then I basically never recovered. And so this went on for a few years. I had all these health investigations. And then for the next 10 years of my life, I had I was just in a place where everything was going wrong in my body. I couldn't function normally like normal people. I was trying everything. That's how, I mean, I was into spirituality, so it was kind of saving me. Mm. It was giving me a focus mm-hmm. to, like, have that. Mm-hmm. So we, we were trying everything for answers. Eventually, 10 years later, after a friend on Facebook said, I think you might have this particular condition called POTS. I think you need to go to your doctor and say something. So I go to the, the GP and with the evidence. After all those years. Yeah. After so all that to, time. I know, it's mad. So I go to GP and she Googles it and she goes, I think your mate's right. So she refers me at this point to the hospital. Little did I know that that was going to be the beginning of finding out even more. So I go, I have the test. They were like, 100%, you've got this. I don't know. They were like, we really don't know how you've like kind of, it must have been really hard. And I said, it has been bad. So they referred me Mm. to a consultant who then said to me, I think there's been a big mistake here. Like, you've got this condition. I believe it's genetic. And we figured out it came from my mother's side. And they said it's called Ehlers-Danlos Syndrome. And I'm mm. going to refer you to genetics. So overnight, I'd come from this place where I'd kind of had hope. But mm. I had to move and shift my mindset to like, okay. By this point, luckily, I'd done quite a lot of like, you know, spiritual stuff and had quite a good grounded approach to things. That I was like, rather than get bitter here, I'm just going to, you know, go with the flow with this. And I'm going to learn how I can manage this. So I go to genetics mm. and they're like, yeah, you've got this condition. You this, you definitely do. Had loads of tests. And it was just the weirdest thing to have thought. For te- I mean, in some of that 10 years, babe, to be honest with you, I thought I was mad sometimes. I used to think, is this all in my head? Like, And I used to think, I am doing everything to try and get myself better. Why am I not getting better? Mm. And it was mm. kind of like, in a weird way, it was relief because part of me was thinking, for all those times I'd been really hard on myself and the times when I had felt really down about it, instinctively I knew something wasn't right. Um, mm. And Jen, so it's been very, it basically is led and as you know I use a wheelchair and, but mm. I learned to manage it. I've learned to live with it and I've learned to like kind of in a weird way make the best of it. And um, yeah. And and I think really that's that's all you can do. And I do credit lots of that to like I think looking after myself, feeling connected to life, to spirit, and and trusting. Like 
I think if I didn't, mm. I'd go mad. I think if I c can't trust that there was some kind of bigger plan here, I think you'd go mad, and what right? Would you, what would you say, I mean, other than being, you know, being diagnosed with any health condition is hard, but what would you say you've learned kind of about yourself or about the way you look at life or if you look back now to, as say, you were 17 and you first started to, to have that and it took 10 years to find out kind of exactly what it was, kind of just looking at that back, looking back at that moment now, what sort of, what's, what have you learned from it? Oh my goodness, a lot of things. I think the biggest thing is that to trust yourself, to be, mm. to be kind to yourself, because I tell you what, like, I did find it, you know, understandably, I was 17, I had my whole life ahead of me, and then boom, it was like my entire, you know, like we know the tarot, it was like the tower card, babe, but on like steroids, yeah. it was like tower. No, not. Yeah. Um, mm -hmm. And I think I'd say, go back to say, uh, that young girl and say, I think it was all right that I did, I got depressed for a little while, which is natural. I think that's a totally human response to a situation that's going on, and I and I think especially what I've when learned, it's something you can't you can't control. Yeah, and I think what I learned is that when you say about control, because there was a lot of the time I was always trying to control things, how I could control. I think I've learned that balance between there are things we can control and there are things we can trust yourself. Yeah. It, and it's all right to not be perfect and I think the more you can accept yourself where you are it doesn't mean you're giving up it means actually you can learn to live your life because when you accept something and you really allow yourself to be in the place where you accept it you bring it into your heart you actually mm -hmm. get to choose life again and choose yourself and I think that's yeah. what I've really learned that you don't have yeah. to let something become a life sentence I'm not saying that it's not hard sometimes. I'm not saying that sometimes it's not challenging, but I think it allows you to just realize we do have choices and also to honor your emotions. Like I used to fight, you know what you said about um, feeling guilty for being in bed. I used to fight my emotions so bad and it, it becomes self-destructive because I think what I did, I was hurting myself rather than just being like, do you know what? This is yeah, and you was probably sad. making yourself worse. Yeah, definitely, and making myself sadder. I think learning to honor those emotions and being like, do you know what? If you're having a bad day, have a bad day. It's okay. Mm -hmm. And 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 the more I've done that, and the more that if it's like, okay, I'm not feeling great today, that's okay. I think it. You really you take your power back, and I think we live in a world where. It feels like everyone feels that like they have to be perfect. And I think I was living yeah. this reality for those first few years. I felt like such a failure, Chris. Like, I thought, what the hell? Like, everyone else is getting on with their lives. And here I am, practically unable to function. And I just felt like... like yeah, look, at, look at you now. You know, you, yeah. you get about. Do you know what I mean? I know. And um, like, you know, it's amazing. Hmm. Yeah, and mm. I think I think that's the you're thing. Like, buying your, your, I mean, you're getting your new wheelchair at the moment. It's funny because we were talking with me and we were saying how, you know, um, you were you were looking at these wheelchairs and one had a, a tipper on the back and the other one didn't, which basically is if you if you tip backwards is to stop you hurting yourself, effectively, isn't it? Yeah. And um, <clears throat> I'm saying to you, well, you know, Hannah, you're gonna you're gonna need the tippers because 
whenever I've seen you, we always meet in London. It's easy. It's convenient for both of us. You've got like five bags. You, you know, last time you had a suitcase and I was like, how have you got this suitcase like across, across London? And you're like, oh, I just asked someone just to pull it along for me. Um, but yeah, no, you're great. And you, you're determined. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, definitely. And also, I and think it doesn't have to, it doesn't have to be with health. It can be with anything. Absolutely. You no, know, we can, we can, we can sit and, and, but when you've got determination and you, you know, a get up and going you. And yeah. you definitely have. Yeah. Yeah. So your listeners should know, like, poor bloody Chris had to carry my suitcase around all day. And he was, like, such a I legend. did, but, yeah, best show. Um, so, I mean, I know that you're already very intuitive and you love to your tarot cards. And, I mean, you, you, I said this to you before, but you have to trust yourself more because there's a lot there more with you. But have you had experiences with psychics with mediums before yes so I've been to psychics um before and actually weirdly once I went to a psych many years ago when I was um really sick I went to a psychic one day I really wanted him to tell me everything was going to be okay he didn't really give me very much information well he did but he didn't give me what I wanted to hear, Chris. We know this. You, I'm oh, sure you that's get a, That's the classic yeah. thing. I'm, I'm, yeah, classic is uh, I've had the reading. Uh, it, it was crap. Oh, what was yeah. wrong with it? Well, you know, they just told me this, that, and the other. I'm not going to get my, my boyfriend doesn't love me. Yeah. I'm, I'm you know, I'm not going to get the job that I want. And But the thing is, what do you go to a psychic for? Exactly. Not to blow smoke up your ass. Do you know what I no, mean? Exactly. And so you want the truth, you know, you pay for the truth, right? Exactly. So he told me the truth. He said, mm. you're going to meet somebody. This person is going to be really important in your life as you go through your life's journey. And you're going to meet him in April. I had this reading in January. And I was thinking, do you know what, mate? I want you to tell me that I'm literally not going to like, I'm going to be able to function. You tell me I'm going to meet someone. I went, I, I was thinking, I don't want to meet someone. Oh my God, this sounds horrendous. So anyway, so I leave mm. and I'm going to my mum. Wow. That was a waste of time, wasn't it? Guess what? I met Dominic, who you, you know, I often talk about who helps me in April, beginning of April, like he said. And obviously we've been on an incredible, like, you know, friendship, life journey. And it blows my mind. So that was my first real kind of like, wow, this is, and you know, and I was dabbling in cards, like my friend's mum had bought me some Oracle cards and I, you know, so I mm. always kind of went to psychics, but I always had this little bit of not, I know it sounds weird, but I think it's more fear. I never mm -hmm. been to a medium until mm -hmm. uh, a couple of years ago. Um, my, uh, you know, someone who I loved a lot died. And um, mm -hmm. it hit me really hard and I just couldn't find kind of peace. And so yeah. I was at a, an MB, you know, a type of mind, body, spirit show. Mm -hmm. I said to my mum, I said, I think I'm going to go to a medium. And she was like, are you sure? And I was like, absolutely. And, I, and do you know what I thought? I thought, I'll just go with an open mind. I was a little bit scared. Um, but I went 
And the weird thing was, I didn't even, like, she didn't even have any of my details because I went over and she was busy. And she just mm-hmm. caught me and she said, do you want a reading? And she said, I'll just come back in half an hour. So I was like, perfect. She didn't even take my name. So she knew pretty much. It's, quite, it's how it, yeah, it's how it should be. Yeah. There's no, right. there's no need to have your, yeah. your, not dissing anybody else, but there's no need to have your name, your date of birth, your life yeah. story, your star sign. Yeah. Blah, blah, blah. She, she knew your first name. Yeah. You know? so I come back, sit down. Mm-hmm. And honestly, Chris, it blew my mind because Mm I if I'm honest I had no idea that she was going to pick up on him and she did and Mm -hmm. it it strangely gave me because she said to me she said I feel like you can handle this she said he was laughing she said he's laughing Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. even though he died in really horrible circumstances she said um you know, he's he's laughing about this, that, and the other, and and honestly, I knew it was him. It was it was the strangest, mind blowing thing that I'd experienced, and I thought, wow. Like, mm-hmm. I think I'd spent years always being a little bit like scared, but I think it's that real thing with mediumship, and that it's knowing, God, it's so powerful. But but it it gave me the peace that I needed, and I feel like having that having that session really allowed me to kind of like let go a little bit more and move forward and I felt more Mm. connected to him then and and you know that that's what I find so powerful with mediumship like it's incredible Mm. I mean I know you're incredible um but yeah I mean that that was my experience and uh, you know other than that and it had normally been just regular psychic readings which you know I've had some really Mm. great ones over the years actually Mm. um It's funny though because, like, when we've spoke, and I, it happens often with friends and yeah, you know, people I know. I'm just like random things will come into conversation, and yeah. I, I said to you, know, I was like, "Are you going to go to Paris?" And you was like, "No, I don't." Paris, no, no. And then you were like, "Oh my god, actually, I'm going to Paris next week." Now my friends asked me. I was like, "Oh, okay, fine." <laughs> that was so funny. You know? I remember you said it in June. I can remember where I was sat. You were like. People think you can go to Paris, and I was thinking I'm going to Paris mm. too. Anyway, and then a few weeks later, I messaged you going, "Chris, this is like," and and it mm. was funny because we've been talking about one thing, and then you dropped that in. Then we carried on our other normal conversation, and it's hilarious. I know. I know. And sometimes, sometimes things just pop in. Yeah, it's bizarre. It's bizarre, really. I love um, it. Yeah. <clears throat> how sometimes it just comes in randomly or someone comes in and says hello or something I don't know yeah but I feel like I feel like if I don't say it it kind of eats me up yeah I can imagine like I'll sit there and keep thinking oh gotta tell you this gotta tell you this gotta tell you this and it'll keep nudging and nudging and nudging at me it's like I've got ADHD I think I've probably got ADHD I think you've probably I'll got it. you haven't I yeah I probably have got a little bit of it, but um, I think many of us probably have to be honest. Um, yeah, but yeah, sometimes like when something comes through, and I don't, and I don't say it, literally eats me alive until I say. So I'm like, can I ask you this? And when I say, can I ask you this, or I want to tell you this, I feel such a relief. I've said it. 
Yeah. Because if I don't, yeah, if I don't, it just stews in my head. It's like the other week when I was in America and went to this re- went to the restaurant and I just looked at the, the waiter and said to my friend, I think this man's mum's passed away. And I thought, in my head, I thought, oh, here we go. You know? Yeah. And I suppose it's a little bit like, do I say it? Do I not say it? But I feel like it comes through for a reason. Yeah, I agree. You know, I feel like it comes up for a reason. So mm-hmm. there's somebody trying to, I think like when you said you went for that reading, I think that normally it'll only really come up sort of what you need to know, I suppose, or what yeah. you're meant to hear. And I'm sorry, but you can't be disappointed with a reading if it's because it's not what you wanted to hear. No. And, and do you know what? I remember afterwards. I always uh, give it honest with no sugar on the top of the cake, like it it is as it is, or no cherry on the top. Exactly. After I had that reading, I think the biggest lesson I learned from that experience was actually when I looked at the gift of that reading, he was just really, like you say, Mm -hmm. open and honest he kind of was implying you're going to go on a long journey with your health and, you know, you're going to have to deal with that. And mm-hmm. I think I just wanted him to tell me, you're going to be okay. But actually, mm-hmm. when, you, when, when, I look back, when I look back in a month or two's time, when afterwards, you know, when, when I realised that I met Dominic, it's like, oh, it's like, oh my goodness, this is mm-hmm. unbelievable. And I think it was kind of in a way really good that that happened because it, I think when things happen like that, I always trust when amazing things happen with spirit, with readings, with signs. I don't mm-hmm. go looking for them. I, you know, I always think it's like just allowing you're moving through life, things happen. I think it just mm-hmm. reinforces that trust. Cause I think a lot of people, as we know, they can get quite desperate, can't they? We want mm-hmm. answers, we want solutions. And actually, mm-hmm. the truth is, it's about just approaching things with an open mind. And sometimes you're going to go mm-hmm. to a reading and get loads from it, right? Other times, mm-hmm. you might not get that much. But I've learned now, whenever mm-hmm. I, if I do go for a reading, I always go with that mindset of, you know what? I'm going with an open mind and, and it feels so good. And I think because I've like do bits of it and do that, I always say, you know, like my friends have joked to me when I pulled them some cards. They're like, can you pull me mm. some more? I don't like them cards. I'm like, no. These are the oh, cards. I love, yeah, I do that. I'm like, oh, well, the tower cards come out, I can go back. And I don't want this uh, card. <laughs> yeah, I don't want that one. I want the lovers. Yeah, exactly. I want my uh, soulmate. I want my this, I want my that, you know. Yeah, I uh, mean, it, it's, it's, it's mad, isn't it? And, you know, it makes me laugh. My friend was telling me recently, she went for a reading in her home country in Venezuela. This is wild, mm. babe. It, well, it won't be wild mm. for you, sis, but your listeners might be wild. Um, so she was asking about, you know, relationships and stuff, and the devil card came out and the lights went. And oh. they flashed oh. and it went and it went and then it came back on oh. and the woman was like, we need to talk about this. Yeah. Because the devil card is all about restrictions and addictions. Exactly. Unhealth, unhealthy, um, being tied up in something, unhealthy yeah. patterns, um, toxic, toxic energy. Um, yeah, such. I mean, it's wild, yeah. isn't it? 
Mm. Yeah. So, tell me, mm, let's throw this question at you. Oh, go on. If, if you could have dinner with three people, Ooh. dead or alive, who would it be and why? Oh, this is a great, I've never been asked this, babe, I love it. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, wow. I did say to you I'd be a bit more prepared, but I had a little nap before we came on, which was my, which was my time to write my questions. I only had a 15 minute nap, but, you know, so I've, but I've got that one. Oh, dead or alive, right. If I Three people. The first person, I didn't think this was, but I'm going to trust with what's coming straight in my head. First, mm. one of the three people. I keep getting Michael Jackson, and I don't know why. I, it's just like com- that's com- really bizarre because that's so. The last, the last I asked this question was the was the girls that worked for me, and one of them said Michael Jackson. That's very weird. Go on. I, no, I, I don't, I don't, I don't know why. Um, yeah, gosh, that that is that's weird. I'd love George Michael for dinner. I love George Michael, and I would love George Michael there. Mm. George Michael would definitely need to be there, and. Mm. Oh, my last person. Oh, do you know what? My last person would be Coco Chanel from the House of Chanel because I watched a documentary on her recently. They they kind of joke she was the first influencer. She created a brand out of nothing. She came from nothing and she did things that women weren't went to do in those times. So I feel like that would be such a weird combination around the table. George Michael, Coco Chanel. And Michael Jackson. Michael Jackson, well, there you go. I mean... You can have a lovely dinner at the Ritz. Oh, and Coco Chanel, fun... Oh, my God, how crazy you've just said that. She... The, the last years of her life, she lived in the Ritz in Paris. No, how weird. How weird. So, yeah, we're going to the Ritz. How bizarre. Well, there we go. Yeah. Um, I was going to say something then. What was I going to say? Oh, yeah. It's funny you say about Chanel because um, <laughs> the other day I had this, like, um, this, this isn't on my list of things to, to talk about, but here we go. So I had on my um, a DM the other day, it was, it was quite nasty, to be honest with you, something, something, something to the effect of, um, uh, I don't know, the air that you breathe, you should be dead or something like that, something awful. And someone, someone messaged me and said um, something like, something to the effect of, um, hold on, I need to get it. So I need to bring it up. Something like, um, oh, well, February, February something you've got, wait, wait. Something about a designer bag. Uh, Oh yeah, for every hater, you have to design a bag. It's oh, I ab- love that. Absolutely, absolutely true. Uh, don't let the Prada hit you on the way out the door, honey. <laughs> Just like, what I mean. Yeah, no, that's so funny. I love that. Yeah, but isn't um, yeah, isn't I mean, like social media lovely but hard? Sorry. Oh, social media is lovely. Social media, hard. yeah. Social media is, you know, such a great place. I've met some amazing people via social media. 
I think it's a weird mm. place because I think if you worry about stuff and you feel pressure, you will instantly feel that pressure and and and, and pick up on. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, "What the f- are you talking about? You insane Hollywood ass." So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. The, the kind of stress that social media does, I think people, it can be very easy to get mm-hmm. caught in a hamster wheel with it, right? Where you feel mm-hmm. like if you're not mm-hmm. performing, if you're not doing the best. Mm-hmm. And I think or you, if just, you don't get the same views on a video. I I can understand. I think I think I look at it from a different perspective because for me, it's not not business, but you know, for me, I'm I'm effectively advertising something, sharing, you know, normally a message or a, yeah, you know, it's not a case of posting just for for gratification. You know, it's actually something, you know, sharing mediumship or psychic messages and that sort of thing, you know? Yeah, I love that um, as well. Mm. I think it's trusting, yeah. isn't it? It's trusting that whatever you put out there, whoever's going to see it, the exact right people, if you can just think, whatever I'm going to post, the right people will see it, and I can trust mm-hmm. that. I think mm-hmm. we can let go of the need then for all the other stuff and everything is a bonus then going forward and I think Mm -hmm. everything is how we look at it right I think it's always yeah you know what it's funny talking about social media because we had we had Matt Cook on the podcast recently and if you didn't listen to that episode go and listen it was amazing um he is a manifestation coach and he spoke all about manifestation and I said to him you know what what is something that you've manifested or you know it's kind of blown you away and he said look you know I built up a TikTok following and like you know I was I was dubious about going on to Instagram you know I felt like it'd been a lot around for a long time and so on and so on and you know he said and I look at my followers as people's lives and not actually mm. followers you know and you know lives I can change and help and he said he set a goal of you know of wanting to reach, I think it was 10,000 followers and he wanted to reach 100,000 or so by the end of the year. And I think he did it within like six months. How like a amazing. crazy number, you know? Um, but yeah, uh, yeah, it was an amazing. I actually listened back to it, that episode, because I knew that I wanted to, when I recorded that with him, I wasn't very well. Um, so I wasn't really with it when I was uh, recording, but I wanted to listen back to it. And, you know, 
yeah manifestation is such an amazing thing so uh check that out if you if you haven't already oh my goodness um, yeah. i know you've got a lovely story you've probably got a few stories you can tell me actually I've share with everyone but i know you mentioned stories too, babe. <laughs> no, I'm joking. share any any i'm all open already um you am i right in saying that you had a teddy bear on the tv or something tell I, me i did so in 2021 I so I've had this this teddy bear this seal since I was a baby my mum gave it to me to shut me up and honestly it was like love at first sight babe me and this seal we were like we were like a team for the rest of the life obviously Snowy's been through the mail he's traveled the world then he got to the point where he couldn't travel anymore because he got so sick so he just Mm. had to stay in my bed Mm. I love Snowy everyone in my life knows about Snowy yeah you know like there's a there's a full acceptance to Snowy so um I say to I say to my mum one day and my friend, a couple of my friends, I'm like, oh my God, I'm so worried about Snowy. Like, I'm worried like something's going to happen to him. And like, you know, there's like this deep mm-hmm. attachment. And also like, I love seals. That's, that's mm-hmm. the other thing. So my mum mm-hmm. says to me, why don't you apply to the TV show, The Repair Shop? Um, there's, there's like the best teddy bear repairers in the whole country are on there. So mm-hmm. I go to like, you know, my, my friends, I went to my friends, Emma, who we know, and I was like, oh, I think I'm going to do this. And, and she jokingly said that like, we were like, I need to manifest this. I said, I said, this is like, this is like a big deal, babe. I said, I need to manifest this mm-hmm. to fix, fix Snowy up. Mm-hmm. So I mm-hmm. thought I did I it. Without... Snowy, was all, was, Snowy was all falling apart or something. Oh my God, babe, I need to send you a picture. You're going to be shocked. So he was in a right mess. He had like a little, I, I made him a sock to give him like a little bodysuit to protect his body. Um. So anyway, so I, you know, I guess because, you know, we're good at making videos and telling stories and stuff. So I went on the BBC mm-hmm. website and like my mum said, found it all. Mm-hmm. And I filled in the form. And then they said at the bottom, if you, if you want to make us a video, like that would be great. So I made this video mm-hmm. of me and Snowy <laughs> and um, just press send. And I, do you know, I thought, I thought if this is meant to happen, it's going to happen. And honestly, it was nothing about going on the TV. All I wanted was my seat. Perfect, perfect mindset. If it's so, meant to happen, then it will. Love yeah, it. And, yeah. And I think mm-hmm. as well, like, you know, like, I guess for some things, people are like, I want to get on the TV. For me, it was like, I just want my seal fixed. So didn't think nothing of yeah. it. Then I was I was um, out one day and I get a phone call. A couple of missed calls from a no number. And I kept thinking, mm. why am I getting a no number call? If that's that important, they can leave me a message. Because I thought, I ain't answering a no mm-hmm. number call. So mm. I then see three missed calls. Then I go into my email and I laughed out loud. I got, hi, this is Clarissa from the BBC. We're ringing you or trying to call you about Snowy the Seal. Can we call you back? And I thought, never in all my bloody life did I think. No, the Seal has become famous. He's going on the the, telly. The claim to fame is that. So so I get this phone call and um, she says to me, look, we've never really done this so quick before, but we love your story. Would you be, so this was in November and she was like, how quickly can we, can we kind of do, you know, we're doing filming right now. 
how quickly can you come? And it was in the times where the COVID restrictions were still quite strict. Right. So I ring my parents because, you know, my mum's obviously connected to the story of Snowy the Seal. And my mum was like, I ain't going on TV. She was like, oh, wow. I'll take you there, but I ain't going on TV, Hannah. You know me, no paparazzi. So I was like, fine. So I text them back and I'm like, look, my mum doesn't want to come on TV. And they were like, do you know what? We're just going to do something we don't normally do. We're just going to do you and Snowy. Mm-hmm. So two weeks later, I'm traveling up the motorway, babe, with my seal in a box. And... um oh. I go and film and I give them my seal and honestly, babe, my inner child was dying because I've never given my seal to a stranger before. I was thinking, oh but my God. But they fixed him up today. So I, I left him with them. So they filmed me that we, we did like the whole story around him and how, you know, you know, how he used to come everywhere with me and and all that. Then I had to leave him there, which was so upsetting. And then um, I had, you know, you wait and then you come back and you film and they do a reveal. So, um, yeah, so I, and and honestly, they worked a miracle with him. He is the happiest seal ever. And yeah, and it was on, and (laughs) I mean, he's so happy, babe. I literally in my bed right now where I am. He is here and he is like, yeah. I mean, it's it, it, bad. It's brand new. It's made my life, to be honest with you. I know people are sat here probably laughing out loud, but <laughs> I was the happiest person. And you know, it's so funny then. So then, no, well, I had, I had one. I had a bear. I think probably many kids did, but I can't remember what what it was called actually. What I named it, I don't know if it was called chocolate. Oh. Yeah, that that might be wrong, but it had like little arms and legs that were like um, ones you could like move and fix. You know what I mean? And yeah, and I I was very very ill when I was a child. I was born very very ill. Um, I've actually never shared this, but I was born with dilated kidneys, so. As yeah, so as a well as a baby and as a child, I used to. Um, sorry, TMI. I used to wet myself all the time. I had no, like, sort of bladder control or anything. Um, so I went through several operations. I think several operations, and I had a sort of a tube put in and different things. And I still still have a scar across my tummy right now, but um. Yeah, so I, yeah, I had a bear too. I did. Aww. And that bear went to like London, uh, Ormond Street with me. And blah, blah, blah. It's yeah. all about the I don't know where it is now though, but yeah. Yeah, I mean, what's crazy then? I, don't know why but... I felt like it felt like it was called chocolate. I don't know. Well, maybe mm-hmm. I called it chocolate because I always got chocolate on it. Oh, you got it grubby. I mean, what's wild? So it, it yeah. went on TV. It did. It went on the TV show, and now, hilariously, I get stopped in the street. Not because of my podcast. Not because of my things that I do. I get no, stopped. not because <laughs> not because of your successful podcast, but because you was on TV for uh, the seal. The seal. 
And I was at MBS Babe a couple of years ago with mum. We're walking around. Bear in mind, I'd done a talk on stage. I'd done another private talk there. Two people stopped me, not to tell me I was good at that. Oh my God, you were the girl on the repair shop with Snowy the Seal. Oh my God, we loved him. And I was like, Oh. Uh, who even knew? Oh, how funny. So, how yeah. funny. I mean, what a manifestation mm. to just be like, I'm going to do this. I'm going to let it go. Mm. I'm just going to trust if it's meant to be. Mm. And it was obviously meant to be. And honestly, it's so funny because like all my friends' parents watched this TV show. And literally, it was so funny the day it was aired because everyone was going, my mum's watching it. They're loving it. It was just so funny. Ah, mm. oh. And any other... Any other stories that come to your mind? What manifestation stories? Anything. Oh, wow. Do you know what? I think, yeah, there's, there, there is a couple. And I think, you know, one of, one of the very um, interesting ones, like, you know, with people that you meet, I've had mm. people in my lives who I've met in really, well, similar to you, like people that have been so important in my life, like met through Instagram. Mm-hmm. and that person's become so important in my life do you know what mm-hmm. like putting it out there like I wasn't even thinking about meeting someone my friend introduced me to someone as a podcast and I think because I'd been mm-hmm. so kind of connected to myself like doing really well like just not thinking about it and that person now is with me and how amazing that I had just met someone on the random doing my podcast and with that mm-hmm. and I just think it's like such a divine thing when we when we really just begin to love ourselves enough and we're not thinking about it, we're just, you know, mm-hmm. and putting mm-hmm. it out there and yeah, and it's amazing how things mm-hmm. come together and mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. when when I look back and I, I look at stories and like even down to I remember saying to the universe when I got diagnosed with that condition, I was like, look, universe, please bring me a really nice consultant. So it sounds really crazy. I actually meditated Mm -hmm. on it and wrote a list of all the qualities I'd want this person to have. And honestly, it blows my mind to this day because this man was like the nicest man you could ever imagine. And it was so life changing for me to meet. I can hear seagulls. You can hear seagulls because I live by the sea, babe. Oh, I don't know if everyone can hear seagulls. I can hear seagulls. Bloody noisy buggers. I've now got, I tell you, sorry to interrupt your beautiful story. I've now got partial fear of birds. Oh, no. Because, because right, there's the um, the croissant, uh, vi- like viral croissant calf that's in London. And it's like a thing on TikTok. The croissants are like three times the size of your head. They're like 4,000 calories or something, a croissant anyway. It's just like a croissant height. Um, and let's just say, talking about manifestation, when you think about, um, I've interrupted your lovely story. You must carry that on in a second. <laughs> All right. <laughs> um, uh, and my friend's partner was complaining about a wasp and he was like, oh, there's wasps. And I was like, look, stop flapping because you're going to get stung. 
So he comes from the outside of the calf into the inside. We're sitting down. We're enjoying this croissant. Stunning. We're dipping the croissant in the hot chocolate. It's divine. Oh, it was really divine. And uh, highly recommend. Uh, It's in South Kensington, but not what I'm about to tell you. Well, not after what I'm about to tell you now. Uh, A pigeon flew in. And the pigeon uh, flew, the pigeon flew around the gaff and the pigeon would not stop, couldn't get out. It was hitting the windows, the doors, the windows, the doors, bang, bang, bang. And then it was on the counter, on the croissant, stepping on them, walking over them, flying Oh, my God. It was like, it was literally like living a moment of hell. Um, So, uh, yeah. So the seagulls have just reminded me of that story. So there we go. So carry on telling me. So um, you, you well, listen, you created, you created the consultant that you wanted because we, again, another thing from last week's, the other week's podcast, we are all creators. Yeah, we are. All we creators. Are. And uh, we can all manifest and, I'll tell you what, I actually sat this morning for about 20 minutes and quite bizarre, but I listened to my own meditation recording oh, I love it. You've and got it's on, it. it's on the podcast as well. And I know it sounds ridiculous. You listen to yourself. I did because do you know what? Your own voice in your own mind is so powerful. Yeah. If you can record your own affirmations in your own voice. Um, yeah, it's just really, really powerful. And because it's it's kind of like you're saying it yourself, but you're saying it like double to yourself because you're yeah. hearing yourself and you're saying it. I felt un- I felt amazing when I opened my eyes. I really did. I love it, and I think that's the thing, isn't it? I like doing emotional freedom therapy. So did the consultant that you kind of the consultant that you um in like envision did that did that happen? Oh my god, Chris! So um. I'll be honest, I didn't have a lot of faith, but I just was like, look, please be good to me, universe. Like, I've had a couple of dodgy ones along the way. So anyway, I go in, and mm. he blew me away so much that I started crying. And this poor guy's probably mm. sat there thinking, oh my God, why is she crying? So I'm sobbing my mm. heart out at this point, And he's like, look, are you all right? And I went, I'm just crying because you're so nice. <laughs> 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 but listen right probably after like 10 years you'd sort of probably had enough I had and and I think I I sat no. there and he listened to me and he's been so just amazing over the last years that I've had access to this and he's still, he's still sort of with you now is he he has mostly retired but I'll tell you what he's that good that when I broke my leg last year and he's obviously nothing to do with that. He was so great when I needed some help at the hospital. He like mm. intervened and helped. Mm. And I mm. and I think what that did for me, I think it restored my faith a little bit in like doctors because I'd had like such a tough time sometime and just just meeting somebody mm. that just I felt really listened to me. It was it was amazing. Mm. And I'm so grateful and if I ever like if I ever have to sit down in place of gratitude or thanks, I always give my thanks for that because I'm like, that was such a blessing and just a restoration of faith as well. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 
I often feel quite, I don't know if emotional is the right word, but I think when I think about what, when I think about what I'm grateful for, I often do feel quite a sense of emotion Mm. sometimes. Mm. Yeah, well, I'm grateful for you, babe grateful to be here well, i'm grateful for you because listen you encouraged me to do this to do the podcast exactly and i'm um, so proud of you yeah thank you love you was one of my encouragers and a couple of people saying to me you need to do this you need to do this you need to do this um so yeah no bless you um any anything else you want to ask or Mm. Or share. What's coming right. through? Me? What's coming through? Something's coming through for you. I know, oh, right? This is exciting. I know. I was just going to ask you. Just, I was just thinking. Let me just ask her a question. And you might say no to me, which is fine. All right, but. Would you connect with someone that had bowel cancer? And um, would you understand the name Anne? Not the name, but, well, it could be two things. Um, it could be, I know my my dad's mum was called, well, she had different variations of her name, Annie, and people called her different names. I also do know that there's someone in my life who 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 my auntie's friend who she lives with who did have bowel cancer so it could be one or two things okay okay there's a couple of things that come in in my mind there's something about somebody who would have had um would have been i don't want to say what would i call it if somebody that that not not worked in antique you know but but sold and made money from jewelry possessions and also why do you know someone called gordon it's a really different name juno i wonder whether this is someone in my family because honestly someone has asked me this before and i feel like i need to ask my dad because i feel like it must be on his side but someone has asked me that name before babe the name Gordon, really? I, I wonder if it's all, I've, I've got, I just, my instincts are like, there's something on my dad's. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus... Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Side with that, I feel like. Yeah. 
That's yeah. weird. Yeah. If someone said that name to you before. It's weird. Because I think we all kind we all kind of connect with the call it a frequency or an energy energy or something. So if that that name's come up before, then there's something there's something that is trying to come through. And is there a Paul that is alive connected to your mum? Oh, I think that would be my mum's cousin. Something like that, yeah. Yeah, it would be. Something like that, babe. Yeah, it would be. And has your has your mum's side has your mum got connections to Scotland? Do you no, know, or is she dad. go or is she going? No but no babe, but my dad's dad. Scottish. So oh, your dad is. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah so there's, there's something there. There's something there then that's trying to come up about and around your dad for some Ooh, for some know. reason. Well, yes. Yeah, so my dad's dad is. Remember from that Glasgow. name. Remember that name, Gordon. I will do. Ooh. And this is really bizarre as well. You're getting all the all the different names. All the different did names. Someone, did someone have a rabbit called Pepper? Oh my god! So this is so weird. So. so Someone who I grew up with in childhood recently contacted me on Facebook only the other day, babe, and they had a rabbit called Pepper. Oh. No word of a lie. Oh, that's, bizarre. that's bizarre. Okay, because something wants to make me talk about a rabbit called Pepper. So I had a rabbit too called Socorro around the same time as Pepper, but yeah, she had a rabbit oh. called Pepper. Was it white? Do you know, I think it might have been. I can't even remember. I just remember the rabbit being called Pepper. Oh, well, that's, that's bizarre that you've made a connection. And is there someone there called Tracy? Or has an initial T? No. Remember that for me if you're not sure. I'm going to remember, but that Gordon, oh, I don't know, that's weird. Yeah, no, oh, that's so weird about the, pe- the rabbit. Mm. Mm. God, that's, that's really, yeah, so literally only... You need, you need to go to America as well. It's, you know? it's, not, it's, not, it's not right now. It's a little way off yet, but I just feel like you need to go for some reason. And do you want to know a fact, babe? I've travelled all over the world and I've never been to America. Yeah, I'd, I'd, I don't know if something might come in and around about March sort of time. How wild. Remember that for me. And someone is screaming, Jim. Who is Jim connected to you? My granddad. Well, he's who is past. past, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and he, he must have been married. a smoker. Oh, Jim was a massive smoker, babe. Yeah, because I can smell it when you smell smoke around you. That's your granddad. Oh my goodness, how weird! So you know when you said the name Anne, he was married to Annie, and he was married to 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 that lady. Oh, there you go. Yeah. And obviously yeah. he's Scottish, and yeah. And did you know her? Did you know Anne? Know, I didn't know her because she passed. Okay, have you ever been told she was a bit of a bitch? I think, I think, I think she was quite high maintenance. <laughs> because that's what's coming in my head. Yeah. I think. Yeah. I think, I think she was high maintenance. Shall we say? I think maybe a bit diva-esque. I think she was a bit diva-esque, but yeah. 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 How mm. old is that? Mm. Oh, it's so weird about Grandy Jim. 
It was lovely, Grandy Jim. Mm-hmm. Nobody's looking after you. Oh. And he's got a little dog. To me, it looks like we. It's small. It was a um, little poodle, mate. Yeah, yeah, it's very small. They had lots. It's of a bit. It's a bit. It's a bit like he's making me feel like I've got this dog, but no one liked it. It's a bit, oh. it's a bit, it feels a bit like that for some reason. Ooh, and I don't know if they had a pet that was called Charlie. Remember I, that for me if you don't know. So I will do. I mean, they well might, all I know from my dad was that they went, they had, they had various different animals. So I never got all of the names mm. to a lot. Mm-hmm. Remember the name Charlie. But yeah, they had, it's like he had a dog and it's as though no one liked this dog. It's like, yeah. How random. Yeah. Oh, well, there you go. I love that. Is there anything you want to ask me? Oh, what, as in a question or as in more of like in the yeah. story? Yeah, go what for we, it. What, we're talking, what we were talking about now, like more spirit stuff or? Anything you like. Oh, what I'd like to ask you, babe, is. <laughs> Mm-hmm. what are your intentions how how are you what what was what what's your intentions for bringing happiness into your life going forward because i feel like you deserve it so much um why has that made me feel really emotional oh, um, what are my intentions for bringing happiness into my life um just just continuing to help people and I know that this is what's coming to my mind I know that when you help people and you give out good to the world you get blessed Mm -hmm. by the universe you do you really do and you are blessed and you do have a zoo as well and I was thinking about your mini animal zoo and they bring you have to come yes they do Oh, I well, love- Hannah, it's been an absolute pleasure. Oh, babe, it's been wonderful. And if anyone wants to listen to your podcast, it is Finding Grace. It is. Lovely podcast. Check it out. And where can people find... Do you do coaching still now? I do do bits and bobs of it, and I do do the occasional reading too. I Actually, I did... Me and Chris can laugh about this. True story. Me and Chris were in the middle of a restaurant in London. And we did a reading with tarot cards. We were dying because I was just cracking up. We was, and you got the tarot cards out. And I'll tell you what, the looks that we were getting was like... I gave no shit. uh, I was a bit like, oh, my God. I was just... Yeah, you didn't care. Yeah. It's so funny. That is classic me. Yeah, so people can find me at www.hannah-wallace.com. Or people can go to my Instagram at the Hannah Wallace, and I'm crap at TikTok. I should be better, but I'm crap. Um, and I'm maybe I'll improve one day. Who knows? And you're going to do more coaching because you need to. Yeah, and I'm going to do. I think I'm going to do more stuff where it's going to be more like you know, as I'm because I'm writing a book, and like hopefully that finally gets. I can see you doing a. See you doing an online course as well. Yeah, and I hope to do a lot more speaking stuff as well. Like you know, um, connected mm-hmm. to the book when it comes out. Like I feel like that's coming as well. So 
Mm-hmm. I need What's that book called? I need that book signed. Well, the book title's still in contention, like what me and the, the editor have been doing. Sorry? We'll keep an eye out for it. Oh, definitely. And I mean, I just need it that is sign. There's Hannah Wallace on Instagram. Yeah. Get over Thank there. you so much. Oh, it's my pleasure, Thank babe. you so much. It's been a pleasure. Thank you so much for listening. I hope you enjoyed this episode. Please make sure you drop me a message on Instagram. I'd love to hear from you. It is Chris Riley Psychic and I will leave the link in the description below. Also, I would absolutely love if you could take the time to leave a review and five stars would be greatly appreciated. I'll see you in the next episode and also make sure that you follow the podcast wherever you're listening and I'll see you next time. Take care. See you soon.